and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with a Tao in your own unique, personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time, or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. Verse 12, Seeing with Inner Vision The five colors blind the eyes of humans. The five musical notes deafen the ears of humans. The five flavors dull the taste of humans. Horse racing, haunting, and chasing madden the minds of humans. Rare, valuable goods keep their owners awake at night. Therefore, the sage provides for the belly and not for the eye. Hence, the sage rejects the one and accepts the other. That's verse 12 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Lin Yutang. Next, let's break it down. This verse has two parts to it, and we'll take each part one idea at a time. Part one talks about the senses and how they're not the source of real fulfillment. And part two says to focus on what is actually fulfilling as opposed to what seems to be fulfilling. So in part one, Lin Yutang translates the five colors and the five musical notes and the five flavors. Of course, this was 2,500 years ago, and the five colors that he's talking about is what was kind of like the division at that point, and the five musical notes were in that scale, and I'm not sure exactly what the exact five flavors are, but I could probably have a guess. <laughs> so, um, so he makes this really cool division, though. There's the senses of the body, like, you know, sight, sound, and taste, but then there's this other stuff, like... Horse racing, hunting, and chasing, and then having rare, valuable goods. So those are two senses that, well, they're not they're not corporeal senses, right? But they're 
I, I don't know. I kind of like to think that those are ego senses. <laughs> so, um, that's the first part. So, and, and then the second part we're saying that, okay, well look, uh, the wise person goes for what's actually fulfilling instead of what actually seems to be fulfilling. And, and so doing the sage is rejecting the one and accepting the other. Okay, so to wrap that up, let's remember that verse 12 has two parts to it. Part 1 says that the senses are not the source of real fulfillment. And part 2 says, well, focus on what is actually fulfilling as opposed to what seems to be fulfilling. Now let's put that back together. I'll read verse 12 again. The five colors blind the eyes of humans. The five musical notes deafen the ears of humans. The five flavors dull the taste of humans. Horse racing, hunting, and chasing madden the minds of humans. Rare, valuable goods keep their owners awake at night. Therefore, the sage provides for the belly and not for the eye. Hence, the sage rejects the one and accepts the other. Let's take a look at some of the things that this verse made me think about today when considering seeing with inner vision. The first thing I thought about was the illusion of fulfillment through the external senses. And the second thing is recognizing true fulfillment by using inner vision. The illusion of fulfillment through the external senses. This verse talks about three corporeal senses, sight, sound, and taste. And we can expand this to include all five and put in smell and touch, of course. Let's consider for a moment how when we see things, we're actually assigning meaning to them. We use physical objects to help us attach meaning to whatever they represent. A tree, what does that represent? How about a table? Maybe eating, fellowship, or even work. And songs. There's usually any number of songs that mean something to us. They remind us of our relationships, trying times in our lives, or really great times in our lives. And what does good food remind us of? We could go real deep into that one. Does emotional eating ring a bell? (laughs) It does for me anyways. So we could see that while our senses give us information about the world around us, it's our minds that actually attach meaning to what we're experiencing, isn't it? Lao Tzu references sight, sound, and taste. But then he talks about the thrill of the hunt with horse racing, hunting, and chasing, and the accumulation of wealth, rare, valuable goods in his words, which we can attribute any number of forms of wealth to do today. Cars, houses, stocks, positions, assets, and the list goes on for like a long time. So what are these senses? I would argue they're senses of pride and accomplishment. And just as with sight, sound, and taste, they mean things. I'm proud, so that must mean I'm okay for the moment. I've accomplished something, and there's my proof, so I'm worth it today. Going back to touch... Intimate touch or violent touch, however you're thinking about it, 
can sometimes represent validation of my worthiness to be loved, or in the other violent direction, can validate through the use of force that I'm a thing of worth that can manipulate matter and people. So these other senses, pride, accomplishment, and validation, still give us information to which we attach meaning. Let's combine those for a moment. There are symbols of material success, the car, the house, the significant other even, the awards, the influence, the power. These things are only symbols of material achievement because they're kind of like objects, physical or mental. And what we do is place meaning and importance on things that have literally come out of the ground. Yes, they've been formed, refined, polished, and nicely painted. And to be sure, there's nothing like sitting in a well-crafted driving machine. The smell, the feel, the sound. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) But let me ask you, are these things, while they occupy your senses, are these things the things that give you a sense of purpose? Or are they signs that you're doing the right things? Of course, they're just signs. They're not the actual fulfillment. To me, fulfillment seems to be a sense of doing what I'm supposed to do at the moment, doing that which I was fashioned to do, bringing my unique talents and skill sets to bear in the service of others, and sometimes being aware of it in the moment. There's no better feeling than that for me. I mean, sitting in the awesome car in the showroom is cool and all, but it really pales in comparison to the other. Because while I'm surrounded by the symbols of success, I'm still wanting something, aren't I? More recognition, more wealth, more of whatever. But in the moment of fulfillment, I am free of my wants and needs because I have exactly what I'm searching for right there in that moment. I think we confuse symbols with actual fulfillment and then get caught in a loop of achievement so we can feel fulfilled again. And that's what causes the illusion of fulfillment, reliance on my senses to tell me that I'm succeeding. But, says Lao Tzu, why not cut to the chase and just do that which is fulfilling from the very beginning? That's what we'll talk about next. Recognizing true fulfillment by using inner vision. Let's compare some feelings for a moment. Let's acknowledge our feelings of pride and accomplishment by looking at our stuff and going to fancy places to eat. That feels pretty good, like, hey, now I've arrived. Now, let's look at how it feels when we've genuinely helped someone. Joy. The feeling of being useful, right? Or someone's helped us and we feel pure gratitude. To me, and I suspect you too, it feels more energizing when I'm helping others. It's a different kind of fulfillment. The deep and lasting kind. And this is what I feel like we mean when we say inner vision. That conscious awareness of what is actually going on beneath the material level. Once upon a time, I would experience satisfaction when traveling and staying in prestigious places or signing a contract, or getting dressed to the nines and going to an event. I'd look at everything around me and feel like I had it going on, like I was the man. But there was always something that was missing, like 
cool, I have all this stuff and opportunity, but really, there's got to be more. I was always left with a feeling that there was something missing. And for almost 10 years, I thought that accumulating more stuff was what would get me whatever it was that I was missing. It turned out that it only created striving, wanting, and this unfulfilled feeling. And the harder I tried to get stuff for the sake of getting stuff, in fact, the less abundant it became. (laughs) Somewhere along the way, though, I started experiencing something different. At some point, I must have realized that what I was doing, what I was looking for, wasn't the answer. I think about those short windows in my life when things had seemed right, when they seemed worth living for, and bit by bit, I started to realize that every time I felt that way, I had been feeling fulfilled. I had actually been thinking not of what I could sense, not of what I was getting, but about others and how I was positively impacting them. So then I started noticing that when I was present for a loved one and listening, actually putting myself on pause for a moment and listening, I was with them. And I would be able to tell what they needed. And all of a sudden, I had the words to tell them what they really needed to hear at the moment. Then I wondered, what if I could do this for more people than just my loved ones? What if, what if I just did it and see what happened? I'd have literally nothing to lose. And that's when my journey back home started. As I thought more of others, as I started helping out with small things, I began to realize I was capable of helping others, of helping them see things with their inner vision And what we're talking about right now, fulfillment and purpose, dare I say passion, all made sense to me then. Now I knew how to find that thing which had eluded me for years, that thing that was missing my whole life. So now the last line in the verse makes sense. Therefore the sage provides for the belly and not for the eye. Hence the sage rejects the one and accepts the other. By the belly, we mean fulfillment, and by the eye, we basically mean the senses. So I'll say that again. Therefore, the sage provides for the belly and not for the eye. Hence, the sage rejects the one and accepts the other. So which one is better? The sage, says Lao Tzu, chooses inner vision. The one and not the other. (laughs) Okay, so it's like 2,500 years later, and it's 2020. And times have changed, haven't they? I'd argue that the backdrop has changed, but humanity really hasn't. Maybe you're listening right now and saying, oh, well, that's all well and good. But of course, I can't just not look after myself and my family. How does money fit in here? I mean, I've got to make a living, haven't I? Am I to renounce it all? Well, I think we can reconcile all of this. Renunciation doesn't have to mean living under a bridge and taking showers less than daily in exchange for spiritual fulfillment. I think you could still have creature comforts and be quite renounced, in my opinion. Renunciation just means placing the importance of things in their proper perspectives. Now, some of what happens is that once you focus on your inner vision, the material world does lose a bit of its luster. But here's the weird paradoxical caveat that I've experienced. 
the less I care about these things, the more I actually attract them. <laughs> Mostly because I stopped blocking them with my selfish wanting. Wanting and desires, like we talked about in the last episode. So I can practice seeing with inner vision and focus on what's truly fulfilling. A look of gratitude, a definite sign of my impact of others. Helping others to remember the natural love and joy that they too can experience and still have creature comforts. I can even do this at the office or at a, quote, prestigious event. No one, to include Lao Tzu, I think, is saying that we have to go all austere. My sense is that if we can take a moment to connect with what's really important, helping others, loving them, treating them with compassion, and even receiving their love, we're doing that which makes us fulfilled. We're no longer misinterpreting the symbols of success as purpose and fulfillment. We are doing the things which bring us that knowing, that awareness that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing in the moment. And we start by seeing with our inner vision, because that is how we become aware of what's really important to us and our fellow humans. For sure, it's easy to get caught up in the material stuff. We are, after all, physical beings. Or at least that's what our senses tell us. I think the main takeaway for us right now is that to practice the Tao in our everyday lives, we should place more importance on that which we see with our inner vision and less importance on the things that we feel proud of, feel accomplished of, and the other things that we can see, taste, touch, feel, and smell. So to wrap up my experience with this verse today and considering how I can see with my inner vision, I thought about two things. Number one was the illusion of fulfillment through the external senses. And number two was recognizing true fulfillment by using my inner vision. For the final piece of this episode, Let's consider how we can apply the principle of seeing with inner vision in this verse today. There are two things I can do. Number one, I can increase my awareness of seeking fulfillment through my senses to see what I'm currently doing. And number two, I can practice awareness of real fulfillment as revealed by my inner vision. So let's talk about awareness of seeking fulfillment through my senses. I'd like you to take a moment and observe what you've been thinking about lately. You've probably had thoughts about money, either satisfied because you've got enough or thinking about ways to maybe get a little more. Not in a greedy sense, just in a way that means you've been thinking about it. Maybe you've been thinking about money in a way that makes you feel like you don't have enough. And maybe you don't actually have enough. Just observe for a moment how much you might think about this thing, this thing that seems to be a real idea. Now, let's think about our plans for the day, or the week, or the month. What's motivating us to carry out our plans? Is it because accomplishing those things are going to make us look good? Is it because we feel we need to do those things so we can keep our current situation in life? 
do we need to do those things because other people are relying on us? What does actually accomplishing those things do for us? Why do we think we need to do them? Are we trying to be what we think are good mothers, good employees, good bosses, good friends? Remember, we're just observing now. No judgment, no classification of good or bad. Just ask yourself, do these things make me feel fulfilled? Or are they actually fulfilling activities? So that's good. We're becoming aware of some of the things we do to achieve the symbols of success. Maybe we're creating images of ourselves in our heads. And when we achieve those images, we tell ourselves that we're fulfilled. But what if we could do something that doesn't have to involve so much work? (laughs) What if we could feel fulfilled by noticing our actual, as opposed to fancied, impact on the world and others around us? Well, let's practice awareness of real fulfillment as revealed by inner vision in the second part. I'd like you to think about something else now. In the performance of our duties, in the middle of being good mothers, good employees, good bosses, good friends, can we look with our inner vision and observe the impact we're actually having on others as we go about our roles? Can we see that while we're doing what we think we should be doing, that we're having an impact regardless of our intention? Would there be a way to observe the real impact we have on others? Are we helping? Or are we telling ourselves we're helping? Are we deciding what's good for others? Or are we asking, then pausing to see how we can be helpful? Now look around you. What do you see? Things made by other people. Maybe you see other people. (laughs) Take a moment to appreciate that instead of objects that walk and talk, these people are creations of the Tao. They're manifestations of the Tao, just like you. Can you see them with your inner vision? Can you see that they, like you, are creatures of wonder, of light? of purpose? Can you care for them? Can you hold compassion for them in your heart? As we go about our lives, it's reasonable to set goals and to want to leave the world a better place than we found it. In so doing, we fulfill our purpose as humans, of course. Is it possible sometimes that we get confused? Do we sometimes pay more attention to the things we can sense with our corporeal hardware? I think so. That's playing our part as manifestations of the Tao. We can also pay attention to the unseen things, the things we can feel, our inner vision, our inner sense of fulfillment, 
of compassion. And that's also playing our part of the Tao. That's playing the part of the unmanifestations of the Tao. So that'll wrap it up today. To consider the principle of seeing with inner vision, I can do two things. One, I can practice awareness of seeking fulfillment through my senses. And two, I can practice awareness of the real fulfillment as revealed by inner vision. To close this episode out, I'll leave you with a final reading of verse 12. The five colors blind the eyes of humanity. The five musical notes deafen the ears of humanity. The five flavors dull the taste of humanity. Horse racing, hunting, and chasing madden the minds of humanity. Rare, valuable goods keep their owners awake at night. Therefore, the sage provides for the belly and not for the eye. Hence, the sage rejects the one and accepts the other. Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com slash r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.